Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This is the Sports Radio 610 Outdoor Show with Captain Mickey Eastman. Captain Mickey has been guiding the Texas Gulf Coast waters for over 30 years and has won numerous national and local tournaments. Now, here's your host, Captain Mickey. Good morning and welcome back to the Sports Radio 610 Outdoor Show, hour number two. I'm Captain Mickey Eastman. Producing the Outdoor Show this morning is Jake. All right, let's head down Venice, Louisiana way. Let's check in with our good friend, Captain Mike Jeffcoat. Good morning, Mike. How you doing there, brother? I'm good, bro. Them and the Masters won. I'll be better. They did. I stayed up and went all the way through it. I couldn't make it. Well, I have the luxury of being able to go home and pop me a big power nap this morning. I hear you. I hear you. Chill out, man. No, that moon's kicking my butt right now. Is it? <laughs> oh, Lord have mercy. That's a big harvest moon going on. Yeah, it's kind of, I mean, it's 95% this morning, but it looks all the way full. Bright. Yeah, beautiful. I looked at it last night. Yeah, it's pretty. It is gorgeous. Uh, Something about a moon. Yeah. Moon River. So That's what we can call Venice. Mighty Mississippi, Moon River. There you go. <laughs> bow hunters are have an interesting hunt. I don't think oh, anybody no. alive nowadays remembers that song. No. Never heard of it. About them Rangers, did they win? Yeah, they did. They won, uh, what, six in a row now or something? But that's good. They're going to get their winning out of the way, and as soon as the playoffs start, they're going to – they're going to get in that uh, drought again. Yeah, I'd rather see and hopefully our drought's fixing to be over and we get on that good run through the playoffs. Yeah. I mean, we're due. We hadn't, I mean, we went a month and a half without putting a bunch of games together, just hanging uh-huh. on by our skin of our teeth. Well, would be nice if we win the next three and they lose the next three. Wouldn't that be something? Because we got that game and a half lead on the Mariners now. We need them to go in there and sweep, or the Rangers go up there and get swept, or at least lose three out of four, and we win the remainder of our games. Yeah. Wouldn't that be something? Yeah, it's exciting. Yeah. Well, got a horse race in the Central Division. It's awesome. Yes, we do. You know, and I don't ever complain about referees, umpires, and all that, but that dude... Hey, this year's been the absolute worst. I mean, seriously, it, uh, 
I'd like to see the report card today on that one we had last night. Yeah, because seeing that—that's Fromber's problem. He—he was—he was touching those corners, and he knew they were pitchers' pitches. Man, that's what you—you you know, like Greg yeah. Maddox and all them used to yeah. get the calls on, and yeah. uh, he wasn't getting them, and uh, he got frustrated. He lost it. Yeah, then he then he laughed it off. When I seen him go to laughing, I said, "Well, he'll be all right now." Well, he really laughed after he threw that one that almost uh, killed the people in the stands behind home plate. <laughs> Did you see that one he let go? Yeah. I'm going, yeah. how does that happen? He was just cracking up. Yeah. And that's when he kind of, well, he turned around and, you know, and changed his stance and he calmed down a little bit. But anyhow, no. Been a little interesting out there in that river bottom. Uh, I got some pictures of some pretty swollen up necks, and there is a ton of ground scraped after this rain. So here we go. I tell you, this rut has changed so much in the last oh, 15 years, you know. I grew up with a main rut being the first couple of weeks of November, and now here it is, first week of October, and they're getting after it. And, and that's something. Yep. The, the bow hunters hit it right every year. I mean, every this year. weekend they're going to hit it right. They're going. The rut is on. Hopefully Other they that, get a yeah. hot doe under their stand. You know. The uh, this moon is going to work on them though. That's for sure, because activity's not going to be. I mean, all the pictures I've looked at this week is, is pretty much all nighttime stuff. Right all now. nocturnal. Yep. So, well, be interesting, but uh, no, I got to. I get to watch my grandkids bow hunt Saturday, and then I'm on squirrel hunt Sunday, and. Monday morning, and as soon as I get through squirrel hunting Monday morning, I get back and get back in the grind. Squirrel season. Yep. Man, some fried tree wrap with some uh, flour gravy and biscuits and all that would be pretty awesome. Yeah, I'm planning on doing that Sunday afternoon. Good uh, country cooking. And that deal is 11 to 2 Saturday. If you can make it, just give me a call. Okay. So, and I'll get you there. But other than that, that's it. I, I talked to some of the guys yesterday, and he said it's all been quiet over there. You know, saltwater situation is, you know, they're, they're all stressing out and, New Orleans now they need emergency help. And so, oh, on the water situation. Yeah, yeah. Give me a. Break. I read something on that. I forget what our. I ran across it and read about the it. The Corps Engineers is they're barging in thirty six million gallons every day. Is what they're saying. Yeah, I don't the, know how they barge it's that so water, salty but. and, but you know. I don't. I don't get it. I look at radar all the time, and Louisiana always gets rain when we don't even think about it. But yeah, I but it don't affect that river. Yeah, 
Uh, they don't get the runoff, I guess. Problem. But you know, really, the the river needs the rain farther up north, right? Correct. And yeah. the watershed because you know, all the water there. that Louisiana yeah. gets, there, there's just there's no drainage that actually goes into the Mississippi River. Not I with mean, all the levee systems they got now. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. But you know, you got the Shafalaya River, you got all of that stuff, Pearl River, and all that, and that don't. That don't bump into the Mississippi River. No, they don't, in, they don't interact. Nope, they don't interact. So, but, um, yeah, I was talking to Brent yesterday, and you know, I asked him, I said, you've been thumping them flounder. He said, I really haven't been fooling with them. He said, they kind of teased well, me off. You better hurry. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Was it October 15th? Y'all are cut off? I think so. I don't. It, nobody knows. I haven't got an email on it, so, but, you know, things like that, they don't email you about, so I don't right. know. They'll wear you out about a survey. I mean, it's crazy. I swear I'm not going to get my landing permit next year. No way they think? can't. They won't be on, I won't be on the list. Right. I mean, it's just, I mean, I had three phone calls yesterday because I wouldn't answer my email, and... I finally answered one of them, and, well, we're just checking. Don't know why, why you're not doing your surveys. I said, because I'm not fishing. I'm on vacation. Sorry to bother you, but we appreciate your input. And I'm going, I don't have no input. Come on. I don't know. They, they're they wearing us out over there about surveys. And, and I don't know why. It don't make a lot of sense. Snapper season's over with. I, I get that, but but even when they'll ask me, did you snapper fish? And I say, yes, okay, we're out of it, and I'm finished. But they don't say, what I caught, how many people, and all that. I'm going, well, it don't make no sense why they're asking the question. Yeah. Well, it's somebody that's getting paid to do that. And, you know, because I get calls from Minnesota. They're doing surveys for them. Yep. People sitting in on their phones in Minnesota doing surveys. <laughs> so, I don't know. Maybe that's what I need to do. I thought about being a Walmart greeter, but I'm over that. Well, I'm I'm headed in that direction. I'll be glad when well, this is over. I'm I'm on the I'm on the backside glad of it. There's gonna come a time where it's just I mean well, There's so here. much intrusion. You'll have to count every shrimp you used if you're a bait fisherman. How many you put in the water and fish you ate. I mean, it's gonna. It's just it's getting too technical. It is getting technical and, and too sure. political. And just hey, man, mm, let's don't go in politics. It was a hell of a party, Woodrow. <laughs> <laughs> it was. That's the favorite part of that show. Oh, well, I'm best folks ever, love, man. Hey. Yep. I need to, we watch that almost every Christmas. I've, you know, oh, I've yeah. got the four DVD set or whatever, but, uh, I ended up giving it away and I didn't get it back while well, I wow. loaned it and didn't get it back. So hopefully they'll oh, play it on some, you, some channel for Christmas because we usually watch it all Christmas day. Yep. You can, you can Google it and you can buy it still. Yeah. Well, matter of fact, I think, uh, Walmart carries a lot of them series like that. Right. That you can buy on DVD. But 
Yep. Well, if and I don't so, get mine back, I may just have to buy another one. There you go. So I've got it at deer loose. Yeah, just about every deer camp's got uh, Lonesome Dove, Tombstone, you know, all the good stuff. Yep. So, other than that, you know, um, believe it or not, there is a few, I mean, them squirrels cutting your pecans. Not really. I ain't got much to cut. All mine are just, they fell off. They look, half of them look like peanuts. Well, uh, that's how them are out there at the river bottom it's bad they you know they're, they're doing it a little bit it's nothing like you know no last year and the year before i was I, and i, I got one I, oak out all my oaks one oak's making acorns yeah but they none to them a bit now they're little they're dropping but they're small yeah green yeah. they're green that's the same thing i um i spent night not four last out there trying to finish up the stuff we're gonna have a bigger big flounder stuff in tomorrow night, Friday night. Mm-hmm. Um, just the morning I was up early. Well, one of the guys got a tag, hadn't filled it yet on them gators. He'd come by and want to know if he could set up a pole there to kill. And I said, yeah. I said, well, there ain't nothing big here. He set the pole and I had four of them <laughs> just right there on the bank. Just, well, you going to feed me, you know? So I said, well, <laughs> Push come shove, you can kill one of my little pets right here. I said, you know, just to fill that tag because yeah. that's a big deal. They want that quota done. Then you get more yeah. tags. So. Well, but, hey, Mike, I'm yeah. out of time. I just looked at the clock. Yeah. I got to roll. Hey, if somebody wants to call you, give them some info, brother. 832-338-9376. You can catch us on the web. I don't know what's on there. I ain't looked at it in probably a year so. <laughs> You know, I just ain't in that social media no more. So I know a lot of people aren't. It's uh, anyway. Well, I'll be talking to you, Mike. <laughs> it's always a pleasure, buddy. See you <laughs> later, <laughs> later, man. All right. We know Boyd's one stop. They're the home of the supercharged, super slimy powerhouse croakers located right at the base of the Texas City Dyke at 227 Dyke Road. If you're looking for quality live bait for your next fishing trip, look no farther than Boyd's. From their tanks to your live well, that bait's as good as it can possibly be, and there's no better way to live your bait than with their oxygen response system. You can check them out firsthand at the store. They have them on display. Or if you need more info, call Jason Cogburn at 281 281- 701-8107. And at Boyd's, they're famous for their big 9-12 count wild-caught guff shrimp. No farm raised at Boyd's. If you're looking for good table shrimp, they're 9-12s or 16-18s, all different sizes and pricing and availability. And uh, check out their Cajun Grill next door. Go to boydsonestop.com or call them at 409 409- Nine four five four thousand and one, and please tell them Captain Mickey sent you. Sports Radio six ten presents the Outdoor Show with Captain Mickey Eastman. Good morning, welcome back to the Sports Radio six ten Outdoor Show five twenty here in the Bayou City. Let's run down to G Town, Tiki Island, Texas, and let's check in with Captain James Plog this morning. Hey James, how you doing, man? Yo, buddy, what's up, man? Not a lot. Not a lot. <laughs> you stayed up watching a baseball game, huh? Yeah. That was a hell of a jump, that tarpon video you sent me. That was uh, that's world class. 
Man, I can't believe you can't see it on your phone. That that ain't no iPhone stuff. That's like I told you, a shot. Yeah, but it came from your iPhone to my Android, and it's it's blurry now. There's got to be a setting. Hillman's does the same thing when he sends me something, a photo or a video. But Bob, when Hardy sends me one from his iPhone, it's clear as crystal clear. I don't, I don't if know what it, it is. If you get it off of Facebook, it's, it is it clear? Uh, yeah, Facebook stuff's clear. I may, I, you know, I ain't no poster. I may put that poster. Out there, this, <laughs> that's uh. You know that I got a uh, I got a whole season shot like that. I don't know how much we got, but like a lot. Yeah, and uh, we're we're gonna do something with it. <clears throat> Whatever. Yeah, it was cool looking. Boy, I was a jump. Well, we were both side by side, and <clears throat> and uh, Jimmy was shooting it. And, you know, you don't never really, you know, I don't know nothing, but he don't know what he's got, you know, because until he gets home. Right. And, uh, no, we got a bunch of stuff like that. You don't see that very, that's the first jump. That's David, David catching that fish right there. Was it? Yeah. We had a fish. We and This one we didn't get. And I think we had two or three on. I don't remember what happened, but. Larry hooks his fish, and his tail is above my T-top. And that one we didn't get. It didn't make that fish jumping right there look like he was still in the water. Yeah, it reminded it me that crazy. time uh, Hodge uh, jumped that tarpon on our first when we first pulled up, and it cleared my console. Man, that was that was one of the biggest jumps i ever seen. Yeah, you usually, you usually don't get it, but... Uh, Anyway, it's pretty good. Weather's been nice, so we'll, yeah, it has. We'll see. I think this is. I think the mark bumps up some. I think. Yeah, it was showing east wind picking up pretty strong tomorrow. I think. Yeah, you might have a morning time. <laughs> it was like this bumping afternoon. Yeah. So anyway, we'll see. We'll get it today. It's been what we see, you know, see what we do tomorrow. I don't know. Is Cameron going with calm. you about every trip? I see all the pictures. I see Cameron in there, man. When he gets through on the SEMA, when they get through, he works with me. Right. Till, uh, and all this stuff I'm doing, <clears throat> you know, and I'm doing a lot, traveling a lot. I couldn't do it. I mean, I could, but I wouldn't, <clears throat> you know. Got to have a wing, man. So, yeah, he'll work with me till. Well, till it's over, I don't know when he goes back to Costa Rica, maybe November. Yeah. <clears throat> so then they, they might make a couple of marlin trips, and then he'll trout fish a little bit, and then and then he's gone, and he won't be back till end of April. But yeah, man, you got to have a wingman, dude. <laughs> yes. Especially doing this. <clears throat> I do anyway. I'm sure the hot shots don't need nobody, but it's nice to have somebody. Now, but you know, every everything's there, man. It, you know, it gets calm this time of year. Everything bites, bullies, sharks, millions, millions, millions of sharks, millions of sharks. Water it's amazing so how many enough. sharks swimming around the water and nobody gets bit. <laughs> I guess that ain't. I guess that ain't what they want to feed on. 
Hey, water's so clear yesterday. Mm-hmm. We're looking at these tarpon. They're underneath the boat. You look underneath the tarpon, ain't nothing but sharks. Wow. Yeah, we might have had. Um, if I really would looked at it, it might have been 25 foot visibility. 20 for sure. Amazing. <laughs> 20 for Amazing. sure. It got clear. Well, when it gets real clear like that, man, everything schools up. Everything gets kind of tight, you know, safety in numbers. <clears throat> One of the better days we had, the water was kind of, when I say dirty, it was just not as clear. Kind of like <laughs> and, those mullet uh, used to do in the top end of Trinity Bay in the fall. The water would be so air clear that they'd uh, get out there and just big, huge swarms and muddy the water up so they could hide in it. Yeah, everybody's got to hide, man, because something's just to eat you, man, especially if you're on the bottom of the food chain. Yeah, so that day was, you know, a little bit better. Yesterday was cool, too. We saw a lot of cool stuff, but, you know, everything schooled up. There were some boats. You know, once the boats come, it's the same deal. When the boats come, fish get kind of skittish, and they school up. So we're going to go. I'm going to go do something else this morning. You know, now is the time of year, you know, it's a little bit better. You, you, you can maybe move and, and go find something. Maybe. Might not find nothing. Might just burn a bunch of gas. But uh, That's always a possibility for fishing for that fish you're fishing for. Oh, dude, it's crazy, man. They're fickle, aren't they? They're worse than crappie and trout ever thought about being. Yeah, I think it, I think this one to, to target and try to go cut something and actually hook him and then actually catch him. It's probably the hardest fish there is. Yeah. You know, a blue marlin, he's either going to be there or he's not. <clears throat> and, you know, it's just, just a, it's just a different animal. But sometimes they get stupid this time of year. I always say in the last two weeks of September, first couple weeks of October, if the weather gets nice, it can get good. Can get good. There's been some, there's been some pretty good numbers put up in the last three or four days. Well, but, that's what I need. Some stupid fish. That's what I like. That's hey, dude. I like the stupid ones. That's what I <laughs> look. For, I look for the dumb ones. <laughs> I ain't no kid. The dumb hungry hey, ones. <laughs> the dumb hungry ones. Them, them real smart ones that outsmart me. Ain't that good, man. I can't get them. You get a pack of stupid ones. I might can nibble on them. I need something smarter than an armadillo. Ain't that the <laughs> truth, man? Anybody catch any trouts? Yeah, but there's still all the little stuff, you know, weeding through all that. Get eight or ten keepers a day if you're lucky. You know, that kind of deal. Right. And uh, redfish are just taking the world over right now. There ain't no shortage of redfish, brother. I promise you. <clears throat> I promise you. I ain't, I, that, that one day... The, them numbers of redfish I've seen, there's there's going to be a giant spawn somewhere. But uh, it, it, I guess, you know, the water temperature, I looked yesterday or the day before, I just glanced at it. It was like 2 o'clock, and it was still like 87 on the beach. Maybe it starts out about 85 in the morning, but I think mm-hmm. I saw 87 and some change when I was coming in. Oh, what the bay is, probably what, 84, 82? Yeah, it uh, early in the mornings. I think uh, Hillman said he hit some eighty three the other morning, it, and then it gets up to about eighty five, eighty six. Right. That's, uh, that that's still hot, man. Yeah, it is, but it sure is better than ninety in the mornings. 
Oh gosh, dog, man! I remember, remember those. Remember last... that stretch, man? Golly, that water was. I mean, you could almost boil shrimp in it. It was brutal. I was coming in, maybe the last little trout trip I ran. I was coming down the middle of the bay, and I just glanced in there. Man, is that right? I, I was like ninety-one point eight, then I hit some ninety-two, yeah. and went. So, man, I got to wrap this up, man. But you know, it's funny. You get that water down. You know, you get that water in the in the high sixties, real low seventies. You know, it's like, man, where'd all these fish come from? And I, I think they're there. I think they just don't bite. You know, those pencils will turn into bigger ones. But sometimes not. Sometimes they just stay pencils the, the whole time. Well, it looks like we're going to get another spawn off of this moon, you know. Yeah, it's right there. Oh, I see it. It's going down right now. I see it over there. Yeah, it's 95%. We'll have two full moons tomorrow and Saturday. Yeah, I think October you leave that like a little, uh, I mean, it ain't the major, and the major, you know, April, May, but I think October is like a, a pretty good minor spawn, pretty good spawn. Yeah. I've seen uh, I've seen a few of them up my way, you know, in these salty years like this. We had some good October egg laying going on. Well, that'll be good. You can hatch all you want in them hatcheries, but there ain't nothing like having a real natural, real good spawn. No, the, you know? the, the real thing is, is definitely the best. Can't beat it. The real thing's always better, man. Yeah, it is. It sure is. Man, it looks like that wind just maybe like just switched right here. It's just a little bit of north, maybe. Well, earlier it was kind of west, you know, down your way, west real light. So it's probably going to be variable, you know, early. Yeah, and it might be northwest. You might be right. It ain't enough of it. It, it ain't two miles an hour, three maybe. Yeah, at uh, Eagle Point, it's north-northwest, 3 to 5. And then, well, at the Galveston Channel, it's east-southeast at 1. Offshore, it's southeast at 4. Boy, blazing in at 4. Bla- <clears throat> well, we're going to go four. help them. We're and the barometer's dropping. It's uh, got a little drop in the barometer this morning, which is good. Well, maybe, the, maybe they'll be a nimble. I'm just going to go. Support the economy right here for just a little while. Support the economy? <laughs> yeah. Get rid of about 60, 70 gallons. <laughs> you know, I've heard a couple of different uh, reports. One was on the radio the other day, and I saw another one on TV that they think uh, a barrel of oil is going to get up to 150 bucks. Boy, I hope not. Boy, we, here we go. Jeez. Really? That'd be about well, right. You know, Just when my fall and winter fishing kick in, I'll be having to pay five dollars a gallon. Well, you know, even when that that stuff got real high, Mickey. Of course, we got to get it. I mean, I can cry about it. You can cry about it. But I got to have fuel to go do what I do. It don't matter. You you gotta you gotta go. You gotta go. You gotta get it, and you don't think about it. You just hey man, put me some fuel on there. Let's go. You don't think nothing about it, and then, and then you sit down and do your taxes, and you actually really got to you know because we're not very smart businessmen. If you actually sit down, then you start paying attention. Man, I just lost like seven grand that you don't see. It just disappears. Yes. That is just vaporized, man. You just don't see it. Like, <laughs> no wonder I ain't got no money. But at the time that you're doing it, you're just going and rolling and doing what you do. That's what's good about all the guides and the guide business. We support the economy. Yeah, we don't make nothing. When it, hey, we're just trading money with everybody. 
Man, yeah, those those are some traders for sure. And you're like, man, where'd all my cheese go, man? I thought I was doing good. But it is what it is. We chose it, so whatever. Like that old commercial, man. I got to work more hours and make more money so I can do more drugs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hey, the tug is a drug, man. The tug is a That's, drug, man. They need to have some uh, fishing uh, rehab centers for, for retired guides. Yes, and you guys need to like rapping. Oh man, it's chasing them silver ones. Those guide retirement homes, Pierce Elevated, and all them underpasses—they looking good, man. Remember when Daryl hey, used man. to say that all the time? We'd go to the boat yeah. show. Said, "Look at all them retired guides under that bridge right there." Yeah, I got some new spots I found down here by me for us, buddy. You got to go all the way to Pierce. That's it. I hey, we can stay in G Town and do that, huh? Oh, for sure. Millions of places in G-Town, man. Oh, in the rocks hilarious. and stuff. We've got good spots. But I don't know, we, buddy. We hey, like we joke people. about it. If things don't change, we may all end up there. You never know. Oh, we might. Who knows? I live in this truck. The truck's paid for. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, well, we'll, I'm a, we'll get us our own commune in Galveston. Like the old days. True. Remember when the, uh, the hippies were doing the big commune things, communes, they called them? Living in the woods, living off the land and all that. Yeah, here we go. We'll just all go live up there. We'll all just go down there and live with Friarmouth and Hammerville. Well, we won't hurt for food. There's plenty of game to eat. We'll be Ain't doing good. Ain't that the truth, man. All right, buddy. Well, I'm going to go catch one at about 250. I hope you do. You better <laughs> you better call me as soon as you stick a hook in him. <laughs> oh, you don't have to worry about that. I'll drag him all over the city. I promise. Tie him on and drag him, drag him. Oh, I well. He'd be, he be in the back of that boat so fast it makes somebody's head spin. I heard that, brother. All right, man. All right, well, hey, bro. throw out a number, James. Somebody wants to go all to the right, bottom man. with you. 409-771-7306. Living the dream. Always enjoy, buddy. I'll let you a little while. All right, James. You take care, I buddy. Will. See ya. Bye. All right. That's Captain James Plog down in G-Town. Well, I need to take a minute to tell everybody about Danco Sports Incorporated. They're an industry-leading manufacturer of pliers, knives, and accessories for anglers worldwide. Danco is committed to providing affordable, high-quality products to the fishing community with over 400 plier and knife options to choose from. They're premium pliers. These are the ones I use. They're really nice. They come in a leather sheath, and uh, really no inshore or offshore boat should be without a couple of pair of these. They're solid machine. They have a titanium cobalt cutter. I really like those because they cut braided line. They're super sharp and a lifetime warranty. And no boat should be without Danco knives that come in a variety of sizes. Sizes a full tang German stainless steel blade, Danco fillet knives in my opinion, are better than the Bubba Blade for half the price. And Danco knives have a dual-molded grip for superior control while you're filleting your catch and a DuPont Teflon-coated blade. That's Danco Sports Incorporated. Do it with Danco. Live from the Twin Peaks studios, Sports Radio 610 presents The Outdoor Show with Captain Mickey Eastman. Good morning. Welcome back to the Sports Radio 610 Outdoor Show. All right, 540 here in the Bayou City. Let's run down to G-Town and check in with Captain Sharky Marquez this morning. Sharky. What's up? Buddy, can you hear me? I can hear you now. What's up, man? What's up, buddy? Not a lot, What you doing, stud? 
Just hanging out at the bait shop. Just hanging out. Going through the motions, brother. Yeah, buddy. Well, should be a uh, should pan out to be a pretty nice day. Got a lot of storms kind of popping up in the Gulf, but looks like for the most part they're going to hang offshore for us today. Yeah, I don't um, think we're going to get any rain today whatsoever. We were on a, this morning we were on, booked on a, or I was booked on a 12-hour trip, you know, to go deep. But the last four days in a row, man, if you're watching that radar, the offshore is just getting hammered with just pop-ups and, mm-hmm. you know, all these crazy kind of little storm sails. So yesterday <clears throat> was a great day. Me and, uh, me and Cajun were out there, or Cajun was out there yesterday. I was out there the day before and. You know, catching like Spanish mackerel and pompano and uh, smaller black tip sharks, like three foot sharks, you know, on light tackle. Right. It just seemed like it was like a July day or an August day, you know, it was just super, super weird. Um, and then yesterday, um, there was pictures from 61st Street Pier and 91st Street Pier with. Uh, you know, people laid out a bunch of Spanish mackerel. So I thought that well, was pretty been, interesting. They've been kind of quiet this year. You know, I, I hadn't been seeing any up in the bay like you normally do this time of year, you know, jumping out of the water, hitting glass minnows and stuff. Yeah. We never had that. And so I'm thinking, like, what is happening with this late run, you know? Like, what is right. what is going on? So my thoughts for today, all that leads me to tell you, I think my thoughts for today are uh, – I'm going to go out there to the close rigs, or not the close rigs, I'm going to go out there, you know, 25, 30 miles, fish these close reefs and see if I can troll and maybe get lucky and hit, you know, some kingfish, some Spanish mackerel, maybe do a little mangrove snapper fishing. And then uh, if that that doesn't pan out, we got live shrimp, we'll come back in and do some, uh, you know, and do some uh, inshore fishing. Well, the only showers I'm seeing, there's a few over just east of uh, Sabine, right along the coastline. But uh, mm-hmm. straight out in front of Galveston, there's nothing. And uh, the lower Gulf has quite a few showers in it down there. You know, it looked like what we probably had out in front yesterday has moved down that way to the lower Gulf. You know, out yeah. from uh, South Padre and Corpus. So we shall see. Well. We shall see. Hopefully, uh, nothing forms up on us out there. But I feel like, shoot, at thirty miles offshore, that's a hop, skip, and a jump away from getting oh, back yeah. in. If anything gets hairy. Um, other than that, something else interesting I could tell you, man. We had uh, this awesome gentleman. His name's Tommy. He booked uh, three days in a row with us. So today is his third day to come out, mm. and uh, he is legally blind. And uh, I tell you what, one of the most incredible fishermen I've seen. He has had a stellar last two days. They're hoping to finish strong uh, today. But I tell you what, man, I don't know if it's his heightened sensitivity. You know, his heightened. Uh, um, well, you know. one, one handicap gives an advantage to another aspect. You know. Right. Yeah. Right. Heightened sensitivity because, you know, uh, of him not being able to see. But I'm going to tell you what, man, I pitch him out there, and that man, I mean, he knew what it was. If it was, he's like, oh, that's a crab eating on it, or, you know, that feels like, you know. (laughs) I mean, he knew, you know, he knew. 
I mean, it was crazy. And he was hook setting them fish, buddy. And it was so cool, man. We'd get him up to the side of the boat. And he'd be like, all right, Sharky, tell me if I need to go left, right, you know, or how, how tight to the boat I am. It was really interesting, man. It was a That's lot of awesome. fun fishing with him. Heck, yeah, It man. was sweet. It was sweet. Um, and he just, yeah, he just loved every second of it, man. It was, it's been a, it's been a fun, fun couple of days with that crew and his wife's from Australia and she brought all her Australian friends down and man, like crazy <laughs> thick Australian accent. Okay. Aussies on the boat, man. <laughs> Nothing like it. It was freaking hilarious, man. Down. They were yelling people. at my, <laughs> yeah. they were yelling at my deckhand. They're like, throw the. Throw the anchor, you wanker, and all this crazy <laughs> stuff. I'm like, what is happening? <laughs> so funny, man. So funny. Yeah, my nephew uh, had some roommates like that in college, and he'd bring them over for steak night. And uh, oh, really? they, they were hilarious. <laughs> oh, yeah. They're oh, my gosh, man. Yeah, it's, uh, they, kept, they kept me rolling the whole time we were out there, I'll tell you that. They kept me rolling, man. But, you know, uh, who was I talking to? They said they were seeing a lot of Pompano in the bay. And, really? Uh, yeah, I remember the last drought we had back in like 2011, 2012 through there, you'd be running, and all the smaller ones, they'd be all schooled up, and when you'd drive by them, they'd all jump out of the water and then land on their oh. side and just kind of slide, you know, skipping. And, yeah, uh, yeah. But uh, people don't realize how good at eating fish a pompano is. You know, if you oh, can yeah, target incredible. them and catch them, they're, they're awesome. They're incredible. They are tricky to catch, but you can lock them in. Oh, yeah. We see them, we see them a lot of times with a little, uh, like, 20-pound real-light fluorocarbon, 20-pound mm -hmm. fluorocarbon, a little trouble hook, and, uh, you know, almost like fruit shrimp and Free shrimp with, with a little pinch weight, you know, to kind of get in that middle water column. Right. Um, and shoot, man, the people in Florida catch them with the, uh, what is it called, fish bites. Man, they'll cast like a double drop or a triple drop out from the surf, and they just take little cuts of them fish bites, and they're reeling those pompano in left to right. Really? Well, really? I heard that, I uh, see, you know, I that's the best way to catch them around here is use like uh uh, peeled, uh, just pinched pieces of shrimp, you know, like on mm -hmm. a little number eight or number 10 treble hook. To mm -hmm. target them. Yep. It's gotta be, gotta be a small hook. You gotta be, uh, you know, if you stick one on one of those pre-made Walmart leaders, that's pretty crazy. <laughs> you know, you gotta, you gotta have a good leader. Um, you know, a light, lightweight leader. So... I don't know. It should be. Uh, I'm really, I'm really excited for today, man, to get out there and see, uh, see what today brings. You know, especially with all the mackerel in the surf, it might be an interesting day offshore. It might be. Or you never know, man. Well, I'm gonna let you get to it. I know you're busy and you got to take care of these people. But uh, hey, if somebody wants to call you, Sharky, how do they get a hold of you, man? Give them some info absolutely man they can uh they can hop on our website at outcast fishing with no g charters.com that's outcast fishing charters.com you can check out our trip packages pricing and availability right there on our website and uh and get booked up and hooked up and we're also offering holiday party packages and for corporate cool. events and stuff like that at bayside so 
definitely give us a call, man. We'd love to help you guys out. All right, brother. Sharky, have a good day. Right, I'll brother. check in with you Saturday. See how this all went, bud. See you. All man. right, stud. Looking forward to it, man. Later. See you, bud. All right, bud. All right, that's Sharky Marquez. Now let's go up to the Big Sam and wrap her up with Mr. Randy Dearman. Randy, good morning. Good morning there, Captain Mick. What is up? Well, it's a nice morning here. Yes. Very nice morning. Mornings have been nice, haven't they? Boy, I may tell you, but it sure gets hot still on up there in the day. Yeah, it uh, it warms up later in the day, but uh, boy, the mornings are nice. Yeah. It's better than what we it's better than what we were going through. Good, no yeah. man. Crappie fish is kind of slow, Captain Mick. Is it? I don't know. Uh, yeah, it's you know, I mean, you catch catch a decent mess, but you know, we're not catching limits now. I'm not catching no hundred, hundred fifty fish. Uh, I've been bass fishing more than I've been crappie fishing, and mm-hmm. you catch them pretty good real early in the morning and the last 30, 45 minutes before dark, but ain't no sense staying out there in the middle of the day. I don't know where they go to. They just kind of like them deer do, you know. They just disappear. And uh, <laughs> uh, uh, Speaking of deer, I'm watching a woman, man. She's fixing to shoot a big old six-point. It's uh, mm. it's a big one. It ain't as big as that one I shot, but it's a good one. I'd pull the trigger on it. Well, she's going to thump yeah. it with a bow if it'll ever turn for her. <laughs> mm. That's what I'm fixing to do today. I'm going to take two days off. I'm fixing to run down the ranch, turn a few cameras on, turn a few feeders on, and get back here and go to chasing the fish. Right. It's a long drive, but, uh, you know, you just got to do it. <laughs> yeah, this time of year, it's, uh, it's time to go get all that stuff done. Yes, it is. It's it's going to be on us before you know it. Yep, yep. It is. I think uh, doesn't bow season open up here this, this, this weekend? This weekend, yeah. Saturday morning, yeah. bud. Yeah. Uh, are you still... Uh, you still bow hunting any or not? Man, I don't know if I am this year or not. I'm I'm working on it. I may uh yeah. I might try to get a couple in. Yeah. I wish it'd cool off some. Golly. Oh, Mornings goodness. are fine, but uh it uh a lot of these guys they'll go get in them woods and they'll stay in that tree stand all day long. Yeah. With a boat, you know, I can't, here, I can't here, hunt like that. That's too long. Here in East Texas, most of the most years, not all years, but uh, it seemed like a lot of these deer here rut. You know, in early October. Hey, Mike, my, I was talking to Jeff Code earlier, and he said they're already rubbing and scraping and everything in the river bottom up there at his place. Yeah, already. It's that time of year. Yep. Seems like it gets earlier every year for whatever reason. And and then down where we're at, you in Mexico and me in South Texas, it gets later every year. Yeah, it does. Crazy. Or just uh, strung out ruts that's nothing real consistent. Yeah, you'll get get these little pieces of ruts all through the, you know, from before Christmas on. You know, it's weird. Just just a trickle deal. Yeah, everybody loves to hunt the rut. Yeah. But uh, until it gets real cold, I'm going to keep on fishing. 
I don't blame you. It's time for them crappie to break loose. I mean. Well, when they do, we may have to make an, a, one of them emergency trips and get all my buddies together, <laughs> come back up, do a fall one. If it, it gets that good, I'm going to tell you, hey, Mick, it's ready. It's time again. We be coming. <laughs> Just holler. <laughs> all right, Randy, if somebody wants to uh, call you about coming up and fishing with you this fall, how do they get a hold of you, bud? Have a good one, Captain Mick. You too, Randy. See you, man. All right. All right. Unfortunately, that's all the time we have for today's show, but we'll be back in the morning bright and early, 4 a.m. right here at Sports Radio 610 KILT Houston. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.